my five-year-old goes in the freezer yesterday. She takes out a freezy. Yeah. She just walks past me in the kitchen and just hucks it on the counter. And the, the, the what she was implying was, hey, cut this for me. I'm going to go sit down in the living room and watch TV. She didn't say it. But that's what she meant. It was implied. It was implied. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what I did? I, I cut it for her. Of course she did. I brought it in the living room because that's where she was. Dude, parenting is a life of servitude. You know this. <laughs> it's just, you know, to, to be able to do that, like to be so confident in yourself that you can just be like, hey, this person is five times the size of me. They're way more knowledgeable. They're, they're my boss. Who gives a shit? Cut this for me. I'm going to go watch TV. Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. Are you really her boss? Or is it the other way around? Because the evidence is mounting. The evidence is... Well, there is a clear hierarchy in this house. And my wife is the top of the totem pole. She is is the eagle head at the top of our totem pole, followed by the two-year-old. Then the five-year-old, and I'm just the feet. dog piss on the side. <laughs> yeah, you're just your feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The claw. You should, you should try um, next time you want a freezy, uh, and your wife's around. You should just throw it on the counter and see what happens. Go sit on the couch, put the game on, <laughs> draw a line in the sand. Eh? <laughs> yes, like, just the couple we are now. Grab mm. grab a beer out of the fridge, set it on the counter in front of her, and then go sit on the couch. See what happens. <laughs> There's too much longer in the quarantine to start experimenting with that shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's when yeah, you that's wait what... until <laughs> until you're really, really close. There's a bunch of stuff actually I miss about being a kid. I miss dinky cars. <laughs> what's, a d- what's a dinky car? D- dinky cars, like Hot Wheels, Matchbox yeah. cars. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. Those are- Sitting around in a lockdown, you're kind of bored. Wouldn't it be fun to pull out your General Lee and have mm. some, you know, do some jumps over the well, coffee another, table? Another one would be uh, hockey cards. Like just got them, got them out with like a, a bunch of packs, not ones that you've already owned. Like opening up new packs or hockey sticker books or something like that. I saw those at Walmart the other day. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't think they still made those. The sticker books. No. Those things. No. Those things kicked ass. Absolutely. Did you guys ever? Did you guys ever collect cards like hockey cards when you were a kid? Oh yeah. Uh, I didn't collect them. I was more in it for the got them, got them, need them thing. Like I never oh, finished yeah, the set I would, or anything. Oh. I didn't. Wrap just, them you know, the, the, the first. Or, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I actually yeah, ruined. I a, yeah, I ruined a bunch of the ones I had because I had like like one of the big long boxes that holds hockey cards, and mm. I had them all like by year. You know what I mean? In this box, and I just wrote with a big fucking magic marker on the side of the cards, nineteen eighty three, like on the top of the box. Yeah. So completely defaced all of them. I wasn't in them for for having a mint. Con- I didn't have mint condition anything. I fucking grew up in Scarborough. I, yeah, I always look back to I look back on like those kids who were saving those things and wonder how the hell did they know then their parents like I got a buddy who's he's got three rookie Gretzky cards. He kept them all. Yeah. And kept them in like pristine condition. He's still hanging on to him. The dick. I when I was a kid, I, I used to really be, be big into hockey cards. And I remember one time we went to a, a card store and my dad bought me a couple cards. One of them was a Wayne Gretzky card. And one of them was um, actually a, a, an old um, 
Uh, uh, I, do you know who Fred Stanfield is? Have you ever heard of that guy? He used to play for the Bruins. Yep. He's like back in like original six days or whatever. Yeah, that's my. That's like one of my um, uncles from like like a great uncle or whatever. So he bought me one of those cards as well. Anyways, cool. Um, You've yeah, got black is, and is, gold in the blood, man. Yeah, apparently I've I've been I've been working my uh, whole life to try to get it out, but uh, it hasn't worked so far. Um, so. I remember I had this I had this Gretzky card and and I just moved school so I'm trying to like impress like this new group of people um and I remember getting offered I, I was all intimidated and, and some kid asked me to trade cards with him and it was the Gretzky card for the um like a a Patrick Waugh card it was like his first card when he went over to the um when he went over to the avalanche and okay. I made the, and I made the trade. That's a deep, and in, that's a decent it was, trade. See, that's what I would think I'd it was, but in, I still regret it. No, yeah, I, I, I would have made that trade in real life. Mm, okay, I feel better about it now because that was one of those things that haunted me. I feel like it's one of those deals yeah. that I, I can never go back from. <laughs> I'm a I always guy. look at that card. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah. Me you too. Know what, you know what else I miss from being a kid is zero dietary restrictions. Like none. Mm. Only none. only imposed on you. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah. If that. I mean, geez, see, you put up enough of a stink and you're going to get the whole bag of chips, right? Yep. yep. <laughs> where, like where, when you were a kid, what kind of chips were you eating? And, and never mind that people putting restrictions on you. It's just that you don't you don't even have to think about it. It's like you're indestructible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because I've been eating now, chips. I've been, now, I've been eating chips all day for five weeks and it's not looking good. No, I know. That's what I mean. Like now, if I sit down and eat an entire large bag of chips, I've got this guilt hanging over me. That never used to be the case when I was a kid. Just like, yeah, whatever. I'll jog this off when I'm 50. You know, another thing I miss the way kids sleep. Like you can oh. pick a, you can pick a kid up off the fucking couch and they're hanging off your arms and you can bring them all the way upstairs, put them in bed, cover them. Like there's no way someone would just like touch my side now. And I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? I know my uh, my 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 youngest daughter always used to be. Will you carry me like a princess, like from the car to the house, everything? I tried that on her a couple weeks ago. I didn't want to get off the couch and go to bed, and I asked her to carry me like a princess, and didn't uh, didn't didn't go over too well. I miss people just giving me shit all the time like just handing me toys handing me candy you go to somebody's house they have to have something for you you know yeah. somebody comes and visits they, they don't come empty-handed they give me something i don't get any of that shit anymore yeah it's somebody it's else's like, yeah. birthday and you get a present just so that you don't get pissed off <laughs> seriously i wish i could pull that kind of leverage these days nowadays it's just like you know nobody cares i get i i the only thing that i the only thing that i get now is bills that's the only people thing people are people are willing to hand over to me it's i i wish i i could just get like a like a i don't know hulk hogan action figure every time i showed up to to a friend's house but not not, not anymore you know that's like it. now you'd like right now yeah i would next take time that. you come would, over here to do the podcast you want me to have a hulk hogan action figure waiting for you i would love that yeah right. I, I i've been i've been waiting for you to ask that question for a really long time <laughs> <laughs> i don't know would you trade it though i mean would you go back not me no 
No, I, if I could go, it's a very specific situation. If I could go back with the knowledge that I have now, then yes. If I had to go back and relive, yeah. If I could go back and had to relive all of the bullshit, I probably not. I I don't think so at all. Cause it was kind of, I don't know. It was, it wasn't, it wasn't that much. I mean, it was fun. Like, I I don't know. I had a pretty simple, I didn't grow up in poverty by any means. I was in suburbia playing with action figures. Like it wasn't bad by any means, but you (laughs) You were in like a shanty town playing with rocks. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I have my own money now. So like, I'll take that. And, and the internet is pretty sweet too. Well, and you know, what's funny is like, you'll go to like, you go to Walmart now. Well, not now used to go to Walmart and uh, right at the, uh, in the impulse there at the, uh, at the cash that's where they have all the hockey cards and shit like that so they'll have like the full seat the full set and i could buy like 30 of them now if i want i'm like eh, you know fuck, what am i gonna do with that so i guess you you prioritize when you get older <laughs> yeah. you get all over the place and fucking kids are gonna get into them <laughs> i won't have any time to enjoy them <laughs> i also miss being able to lose stuff and not have to account for it Mm, yeah i mean like you could lose stuff when you were a kid and your parents yeah. would be well geez they're just a kid we'll have to get them another one you know what i mean yeah or they or we look for it you know what i mean my daughter loses her fucking blankie every single night before bed so yeah. every night it's like a 15 minute search of the entire house and then it's somewhere ridiculous so yeah it's nice to have other people find your shit I almost started, I almost had to start the show yesterday with, well, I wouldn't have been on because I had no microphone, no mic holder, no mic cable, no headphones, no nothing, could not find them anywhere. Jeez. Like anywhere. I finally, I, well, I was house cleaning. We had company coming over on uh, Friday night and uh, a buddy of mine was dropping by. I know it's not social distancing. So what? Um, but he, he, uh, he, so we, we did a quick tidy up and I just, I put all my stuff, my recording stuff, which usually just sits here on the dining room table and shoved it all aside, but forgot where I had put it aside in the mass quick cleanup. So anyway, I did eventually find it, but I thought I'm, I'm bad for losing stuff. And I mean, I was, when I finally found it, it was in the, the spare room, but I was getting ready to go look in like the pantry or one of my other usual suspects where I just put weird shit. But have you guys ever like lost something? that still to this day it eats you alive or did you ever lose something that you actually found again years later down the road yes mark you're pointing at you're you're thinking yes that you found it uh well i got two i and one i'm only gonna just like just the surface uh and it's my wife who when we first met i was living i actually stayed some time in north carolina with my mom she lived down there as, as a nurse and uh i kind of met sam and then moved to north carolina and i was there for like three months so we were like i forget what it was like msn messenger or something at that time and we used to just talk on that but anyway she came down to visit me when we were in north carolina and uh at the end of that trip i was like well i can't stay in North Carolina anymore. I need to go home with this girl. I can't spend another minute without her. So I moved back to fucking Hamilton. I didn't have a job or anything, but I was just like, whatever, I got to be with this girl. Anyway, (laughs) uh, she had a necklace that it had an S like the the, the thing was an S and uh, it was, it was made from her dad's melted down wedding band from his parents getting separated. And when he got back, it was like, a week after being back and she's like where's that net like she couldn't find it so to this day like she just Aww. still like anytime she thinks about it she's just like 
So, so like, hopefully her dad doesn't listen to this because I don't even think she's told her dad. I don't think he will. But anyway, um, yeah. So that's that's the one thing she loses. I'm like you, Benny. I fucking lose my stuff all the time. I lose my I, my cell phone like 15 times a fucking day, and I have it on silent because. I just find when people's cell phone ringer goes off, it's obnoxious. So I just keep mine on silent and it's con- like all day, every day looking for my fucking cell phone. Yes- <laughs> Yesterday I spent half an hour me looking for it and a combination of me and my wife looking for that phone in my house. And I'm literally standing at the car and I'm like, well, fuck, I guess I, you know what I mean? I, I don't need to bring it with me. And I look and it's on the roof of the car, like literally a foot and a half from my nose where I was standing. And I looked at this to the right and I was like, oh, fuck, there it is. And she's at the door and she's like, you asshole. Like, yeah. Well. <laughs> I think everybody's got that kryptonite item. Like for me, it's keys. My wallet rarely mm. goes missing. My phone hardly ever goes missing. But my keys are a friggin' nightmare. It's that Adam Sandler song, man. You just got to sing it to yourself. Cell phone, wallet, keys. Cell phone, wallet, keys. <laughs> I know. Every time I know. Like, <laughs> wallets are never an issue. Phones never an issue. Keys, forget about it. Like I uh, honestly, you can't I go anywhere. Like st- At least I, I can yeah, leave. Exactly. At least I can leave without my cell phone. <laughs> Or the, the, yeah, you know, the worst is these glasses because you need your glasses to find your glasses. Which that is sucks. Yeah. Yeah. That completely sucks. <laughs> I have uh, somewhere out there in the universe is my favorite T-shirt and I still haven't gotten it back. And I swear to God, it's coming back to me. I had a T-shirt in college and it was uh, it was like this would be right around the time Pulp Fiction came out. And I had a shirt that said it was like a Burger King logo. And it said Royale with cheese on the front of it. And oh, it was the coolest shirt. Like at the time, to this day, I would still be wearing that shirt. It would be one of those shirts like, you know, the one where your wife is like, for Christ's sakes, will you throw that shirt out? Because I'm still like, no, you can't wear it to the wedding sort of thing. I lived in, I loved that shirt and I lost it. How do you lose a shirt? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I have an answer for that one. Actually, yeah. I did. I, I, my wife will back this up. She's around here somewhere. But I came home without pants once. Well, if you if you're the kind of person that can come home without pants, you can lose. Dude, I, I was at no, I was at it was a staff Christmas party at a at a, a coworker's house, and Amanda couldn't make it, and I went, and I took a cab home. And Amanda found me on the couch in my underwear the next day. And she said, did you have a good time? I'm like, yeah. She well, where's your pants? And I called. I called the host from the night before. I'm like, when I left your place last night, was I, um, was I wearing pants? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, funny. it's like trying to track COVID. Like you're trying to, yeah. so was I, like, when I was at the 7-Eleven, was I wearing pants? <laughs> You'd like to get the video feed. I, I, I don't know what, I know I took a cab home. Like it showed up on my ATM the next day, Cambridge yeah. taxi and somewhere, no pants. Pants are still missing. They're probably folded up next to my shirt. <laughs> yeah, someone's wearing your outfit. <laughs> how how do you? Yeah, I, I I want that shirt back. Um, I when when I was in the U.S., I I was at a, a music festival, uh, and I it it was pretty early on that I lost my wallet, all my ID, everything. Oh, such a pain. Um, so that sucked. I managed to cross the border, um, thankfully, on the way back with like copies, like printed off copies of everything. Um, and about two months down the line, I got a package from Wisconsin 
and it was my somebody sh- actually shipped me all of my stuff. It was super nice. cool. Yeah. yeah, it was so. I I honestly wish I knew who did it because it's just like there's no money in it. Um, because I I had money in it and they took it. I'm like, all right, by all means, you know what I mean. I, I got my license feet. back, but. You know, um, that was, that was super cool. It was all covered in mud and shit, but, uh, you know, it's nice. I wanted, you know what, the funny thing was that I really was, I didn't care about anything other than the ticket stub from the concert that I was at. That was the thing that I was really concerned about getting back. And I ended up getting that back too, which was nice. Bonus. Yeah, 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 that kind of stuff is nice, and that's like you know, I mean, brings back the the faith in humanity. Because I remember leaving, and now I'm saying that she stole it, but I'll uh, maybe I lost it. I remember coming home from work one time, middle of a snowstorm. It was ridiculous to the point where I mean, like there was no cabs. It was like a three hour away for cabs. So I'm like, well, I'll try and take the bus. So I started walking home. I was leaving Lime Ridge Mall. I worked at the Casey's that was at Lime Ridge Mall, and I was trying to walk to Lime Ridge and Kenilworth. That's a pretty long walk. That's a good but, job. Yeah, that's, but especially when the like the snow was literally like knee deep. So I'm walking, waiting for a bus. I'm like, the t- first time I see a bus, I'm going to run up. I'm going to catch the bus. I finally stop at a bus shelter because I'm like, this is craziness. Like, I can't walk in this anymore. I need to stop. <laughs> well, this lady comes along and she's in the bus shelter with me. And we're there for about two minutes. And then all of a sudden she drops to the ground and starts convulsing. And I'm like... Like, what the, it's just literally me, this lady, the fucking tundra that we're in, and we're at a gas station. I believe it was at, like, maybe Upper Sherman and 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 uh, Mohawk area. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so she's on the ground. She's convulsing. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I, like, like you know what I mean? I take off my coat. I cover her up with my coat. She's convul- I, I finally get her to stop convulsing. She, she like kind of comes out of it slowly. I get her up onto the bench in the, uh, the bus shelter and I'm looking around. So I see the, the gas station. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go fucking call 911. So I run into the gas station, call 911, come back out. She's standing up at this point and I'm like, okay, well, there's an ambulance coming for you. I don't know how long it's going to take, but like, it'll be here soon. She's like, no, no, it's okay. No, it's okay. I'm just going to go home. And I was like, okay. I'm like, but there's an aunt. And she's like, no, no. So anyway, she fucking leaves and I'm standing in the bus shelter and I see her like go across the street, go across crosswalk and start walking away. So whatever the fucking bus comes. Finally, I go to get on the bus, go to take my wallet out. My fucking no. wallet was missing. Whoa. I think she stole my wallet when I covered her up with my coat. You're or kidding my me. Wallet fell out of my coat. But I think she stole my wallet. So your your story, Chris, makes me feel good about humanity. Wow. <laughs> Better than my That's story, insane. anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I I actually ran away to go get something. I needed a prop for this story, so you guys could appreciate this one. I I, I come back and I hear a story about somebody convulsing and Mark being a hero, completely out of context. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. I'm like, I can't tell some stupid ass story and follow that one up now. Look at this What would you go grab? Here's the ticket stuff. Uh, so, so one of the things that I lost that was really dear to me at the time that I lost it and when I found it, it didn't mean anything anymore. Um, well, it still means something to me. But back in the day when I, when I was, I think it was like, I, I went to Catholic school and, and I yeah, think it was for, for, I think it was for confirmation. When you're in grade eight, you get like a gift or whatever. And my, my aunt Teresa, she's actually uh, one of our top fans for um, Black Sheep Radio. She gave me a, a, a silver chain and I used to wear it all the time. 
And, and uh, you know, back in the day when people had silver chains, so I, f I found it. I wanted to pull it out so you guys can see the majesty of this thing. Okay. Yeah, we're so all on camera is, with each other, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. on camera. So you, it doesn't really resonate all that much. But do you know those chains that people used to wear over their shirts where it was like, you yeah, know, yeah. you had the spiked hair, whatever. I used to wear this thing all the time. And then I lost it out of nowhere. Right. Now I found it, I, I don't know, maybe six months ago. And I can't wear it anymore because it's kind of pat like nobody wears it. But I wear it around the house sometimes and put on like old 90s music and give, and give Brie shit. But until then, it's, it's unfortunate that I can't jam, wear it. pump it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I have an electric circus party. <laughs> uh, just me banging on the window like at electric circus Pumping <laughs> <Dancing> outside <laughs> that's why i always wondered with that show who was worse the people on it or the people outside fucking dancing outside i wanted to be on it so, so the, insane the quote of the day yesterday that uh i kept hearing was this is a roadmap not a calendar oh yeah from our uh yeah. our premiere that uh, there is a plan but not much of a plan yeah so they yesterday uh, everyone was waiting because uh i mean nobody has anything better to do but wait and uh, <laughs> there was news over the weekend <laughs> there was news on the weekend that uh doug ford was going to release his, his uh plan for Ontario to, to ease its way out of the COVID-19 restrictions. And, and I, it was billed for 11 o'clock or so. Um, no, maybe it was one o'clock. Anyways, um, he, he did um, reveal the plan. But, but again, yeah, like Ben was saying, it's more of a roadmap than a calendar. But it, it was really sparse on details. You know, he was talking about, um, I don't know how familiar you guys are with the actual details of, of it, but he was talking about like phasing up different, like there's three phases of reopening. The first phase is businesses that are essential, uh, strictly like, I think it's like manufacturing and construction, construction. Mm -hmm. and businesses that, that can already operate with a, a set number of um, safeguards for COVID that they can, they can still operate their business while un, like, um, going by the social distancing rules and stuff, right. abiding social distancing rules. No, it, that's pretty much it. And then they say what in between two to six weeks, anywhere between the next phase is the idea, but no word on when the phase one is going to start. No word on any, what those, those social distancing restrictions are. Nothing really. It, it was kind of like a table of contents. I heard a lot of people saying online. Yeah, I think yeah. this is just this is just a case of throwing a dog a bone to give some people something. Do you know what Absolutely. I mean? Just just Absolutely. throw them a bone. Throw them. This a is bone. all stuff. We, this is all stuff we could have we could have decided on our. You know, what I mean, just by thinking about it. Well, what would open first? Well, construction and manufacturing, and as long as they're, you know, I mean, adhering to as, as social distancing as much as they can. Like, oh sure, but you know, I mean, that's that's obvious. Like retail and restaurants, those are going to be the last. However, uh, I'm, I'm going to say if each of these three phases takes six weeks, that's what, 12 weeks? Like if we started now, there is no way we're going to make it 12 weeks. There's no way. It's not going to happen, guys. It's not. There, there will be like you're seeing these protests now. There will be when, when the weather, when the nice weather comes back, I guarantee you. And I will probably be one of them marching outside. Honestly, mm -hmm. 
Well, the thing is, like, no one, no one says that you can't go outside. That's the thing is people, you, know, I mean, you can still go outside. People are like, oh, fucking isolation. Like, no, you can no, still you know outside. what I mean? No, no, you can, uh, there's no way I'm going to go 12 more weeks of this. Nope. Like, what? I, I, and I, I just don't think it's realistic. I, it, it is not realistic to keep things shut down that long. It's just not. I, I just I don't know. I, I think it's asking people too much. And and uh, I mean, at some point, this has all been, OK, what's more valuable, human life or the economy? At some point, we're going to really reach a tipping point where the economy is more important. The, I know that sounds is, awful. The thing is, is what, and maybe I'm wrong, but what I got from that was when the weather starts getting nice, people are going to go outside. Mm. This is about the economy. No, it's not. It's about people being fucking selfish and not getting that people are going to die because you want to go have a fucking picnic at Gage Park. And there's, maybe, there's, maybe yeah. that's just me. Maybe that's just me drinking too much of the Kool Aid. Maybe it is. And maybe in two or three years, when we find out that this was some big fucking hoax, or there's more implication of that, uh, maybe then I, I, you know, I mean, shame on me. But I would rather be cautious. I would rather not be the person in World War II London that says, they're not bombing out there. That's just fucking sound effects and going out of the subway tunnel to go and look. Like I just, you know what I mean? And, tell, and telling other people, yeah, you should come. They're full of shit. Like, I don't know. And it, and it is going to suck. We have like a camp. We have a trailer book. We've got lots of stuff that I want to do. I want to be able to take my fucking daughter to swimming. I want to like, I, I want to do all these things. So what do I do? Well, I go to Canadian Tire and I buy, and not everybody can do this. I get it. But I go and I buy a $250 fucking swing set. There, you want Gage Park? You want to be able to swing on the swings? Go in the backyard. Uh, and I get that again. I get that not everybody can do that. I've got an inflatable pool. You want to swim? Here's a fucking inflatable pool. Go soak in that. We have to. We have to make do. And and I get again that not everybody can do these things. But at the same time, like fuck, like if if, if people are gonna like old people are dying, and I you know what I mean. Those old people would 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 be more than happy to sit on if all they had to do to keep us protected was sit on the fucking couch. They would happily do it. And we're not. And frontline uh, healthcare workers are being forced to deal with more people because people are protesting staying at home for the first fucking time in their lives. You talk about doing something again that you wish you could do when you were a kid. But all I'm being, being, all able, being able to have freedom of time. That is something that kids get to do. And you know what I mean? If people could just. The rat race, it'll be back again. I keep saying it. The fucking rat race that made just as many people commit suicide and jump out windows because they weren't reaching a certain level are going to die. And anybody that defends this saying, well, suicides are going to go up that you're just you're just fucking reaching at straws to try and get the economy going, which has nothing to do with human life. So mm -hmm. one thing, one thing does not defend the other. Unfortunately, in my opinion, at least in my humble, opinion. I just I like these these protests that are being held right now. I do find ridiculous, but I, I'm just saying I, I'm not counting it out of the realm of possibility that a month from now, if these restrictions are still as as tight as they are, it is going to get much worse. Absolutely. People are getting cabin fever, man. This is starting to weigh on people. Uh, all I'm, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that the longer this goes on, the more antsy we're going to get. So get ready for it's it. Always, it's always darkest before the dawn. Yeah, yeah the, 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 real, the real shame would be for um, 
the the quarantine to, to break free and then we end up being in this exact same situation two months ago two months it, from now it will it'll be longer it'll be longer there'll be less healthcare support because nurses and doctors will get more sick it's it's like a doubling down of our healthcare system the thing is 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 like western society especially in canada it goes where the healthcare system goes and, and this is like a real risk to the, our capacity or resources and our doctors. And, and if we, the, every, with every doctor and nurse that we lose, we're not getting anybody replacing those doctors or nurses. Right. So we just get slowly wearing away our, our healthcare system. And, and the more this drags on, the, the more strain it puts on that. And as soon as our healthcare system collapses, which is possible, if you look at what happened in Italy, um, we're done. Like there's not, there's no going back from that. It, it's, it's, it, there, there's no coming back from something like that. So like, that's really what we're doing at the end of the day. Like you, you definitely want the, the virus to, to, to wear itself down and go through the population. But at the end of the day, like what we're doing is protecting the most basic and important infrastructure that our society has, you know what I mean? So like, I mean, if people want to go out and protest that I, by all means, like they, they're, they're definitely free to do something like that. Um, I, I just think that it's well, just in the, in the long fines. run. Yeah, <laughs> no, there's fines. Like they can do, they can, they can get fined if they want, but they're they want to get rid of Yeah, no, that's insane. That I would be, I, I yeah, I, th- that's the thing. It's like you're gonna hurt some people's feelings. You know what I mean? Some people are gonna get a little uh, get a little antsy. It's like, well, too bad. Like, it's not all about you. It has nothing to do with you. It's about society as a whole. And and if you can't fucking be inside for two months, I mean, that's unfortunate. But like, you're gonna have to pay consequences. Like, I I just don't. I don't know. It's just like I get that it's nice out. You know. But well, I, I just, I, don't, I, I personally can't afford a thousand dollar picnic at Gage Park. So yeah. the, the, when they start giving out the thousand dollar tickets, there's going to be a lot less people that think, yeah, you know what? I can't afford this thousand dollar game of pickup mm-hmm. basketball. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. give me back my hair. It's like, fuck. I guess the argument is just stupid from it's, it's stupid people putting forth an argument, which is completely legitimate that the economy yeah. is important. And I get that. I a hundred percent do. But unfortunately, it's it's idiots that are the ones that are the face of this argument. And it just it really does sour me on it even more so. But that's what I'm saying is it's not going to be long before rational people, not the gun toting. Give me my liberty. This equals communism. People people are. are, Yeah. The the rational people are going to start demanding that they they get to go back. I don't think it's going to be long. That's I that that's that's totally fair. I I can you can feel it right like yeah like you can, yeah. you can definitely feel the tension. <laughs> I can all see over it in Teddy's face. Me yeah, no, yeah I, I, I do. One of the, yeah one of the other arguments. There's the argument that the economy is more important than lives. That's somewhat of a it's a little bit of a paraphrased argument, but that's kind of what they're saying. There's the other one about like in the U.S. is the big one is like like. Uh, civil liberties, like like this is a government grab of of freedom, and and you're not going to take our freedom, and you can't tell me what to do, and that's why it's working so well in the U.S. because that's kind of the foundation of of the country. You know what I mean? Like fighting for your rights and 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 freedom mm. of speech and and the right to bear arms and all of that shit. They're all about civil liberties, and it's this whole thing's kind of been twisted as a way, like up a, twisted as a way to grab. Um, you know, whether it ends up being that or not, you know, 
It's, it's, it's just, it's, there's a lot of information out there that's twisting everybody's brains up and, and you don't know what's true anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Like you, you, you're told, right. You're told now to, to pay attention to everything that the world health organization is saying. Whereas what, six months ago, the world health organization was saying that, that this was nothing more than a flu. You yeah. know, so it's like where, where's where's the line? Who, where's the authority? There is no authority, so it's it's definitely confusing for sure. But um, I, I don't. There's no right answer, and and all all I know is that the people that are that are. I, I was watching a lot of videos about these protesters yesterday, and I, I can share a couple on on our Facebook page. There's one in particular that's really good, and a lot of these people are just you know yelling about civil liberties is is the main thing, and talking about how COVID nineteen isn't real and that um that that the the nurses are actors and that the numbers are inflated and and people yeah, aren't actually Alex, dying Alex Jones like that, that's the kind of arguments all... that these yeah exactly yeah that's what they're saying Great. now but you know I, I i agree with ben people are people are definitely going it was fun for the first couple of weeks. It's like, ooh, great! Like I get, I get to catch yeah. up on Netflix, and then, and then, you know, what happens when these these uh, these um, CERB benefits start stop coming? Because that's cause what that, I'm saying. Like, can't I, I mean, forever. It, it didn't think about think back, and it did not take long for people to fall in line and start complying with these mm -hmm. guidelines. It didn't take us yeah. long. And no. most of us, you know, I mean, think about how much we altered our lives over the course of say seven to 10 days. The first week, week and a half is where we all started following this stuff. It can turn around just as quickly. It can turn around just as quickly. And all it takes is one little sliver of a news story in order to convince a lot of people that this, this has got to stop and it's time to go back to normal. It won't take it won't take long. It'll take one little thing for people to flip and for there to suddenly be a, a greater number of people who want to go back to normal than don't than the people who are being cautious. And I don't think that moment is I don't think these what was said yesterday, two to six weeks in between each phase, I don't think we'll make it. I just don't think that will last. That, that, that's all I, I, I just I don't I don't see it happening. It's a fair point. That's a fair point. I, I, just, I just, I think it's going to wind up being too much. Yeah. Um, I hope it's not. I, I hope, I hope we do end up staying the course. Um, and, but it's tough to say, I mean, no, it's completely, it's, it's un uh, it's uncharted territory. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, like China, the only example we have is China and, and they have all the power, they have the power to weld people into their homes and that's what they did. So, uh, we don't have the power to do that. I think Italy was really running into issues. Spain is really running into issues, but like not to the extent that North America is like North America is like, got that, that, uh, chip on their shoulder of, of how, like, like securing their rights and it's a very different like cultural um perception of this whole thing so it'll be yeah it'll be interesting i, I have no idea man i i've stopped making predictions fucking two months ago yeah right yeah. can i can i just ask one question and it doesn't even have to be answered it can just be maybe for everyone to think about sure what what if it was majority children that were dying from this flu versus majority the elderly what if instead of instead of hearing there was an outbreak at another uh, retirement home or long-term care facility, what if those same reports were there was another outbreak at a school 
and 19 children have passed away and six teachers uh, are sick. And, you know, I mean, what if what if that was the way this particular virus worked? Would, would I don't, people still be like, I, you know what? It's fucking beautiful outside. I'm going fucking golfing. That's I don't care. I don't care. I'm going golfing. I just I, I don't. And I, I don't think it would matter. I, I don't I don't think I don't think it would matter just based well, on the stuff that I've been well I mean just based on the stuff that I've been seeing and what these people's motivations are like a lot of these people and I'm not and I'm not saying that that can't change but a lot of the people that are associated with these po- protests are so detached from reality yeah that like well, yeah. they don't there it's if it was children if it was their own family members you know they believe what they believe and they feel what they feel and they're going to they're going to go after that what it, for whatever it takes. It's there's like something happening right now. It's like conspiracy theory to another level. Like, mm-hmm. like the the craziest conspiracy theories, the things that we thought were crazy 10 years ago are what people actually believe now. People believe that the earth is flat. People believe that Sandy Hook didn't happen, that coronavirus is fake, all of this shit, right? And they they're they're proud of that now it's not so much like oh i have this thing this idea it's like they go out and protest about it now whether it was children or whatever like it's i don't think it would matter i think they would still be out there but that's just me i'm kind of cynical about that shit well yeah that's about all i got for a day Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we're all left i i think we're we're on the verge of disagreement here gentlemen i'm gonna say i i got no i gotta say like i respectfully that i i Ooh, I'm really starting to question the validity of all this. I got to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's easy to question the validity now because the numbers haven't been as bad as people were projecting. But um, it, it, I don't know. I, I, I just I just nobody knows anything about where this how this started and where it's going to end and the like fill in the blanks of with such and such a this person caused it or this is the design or whatever is just kind of a little premature i think you know well i I mean i i think it's and maybe this is just me not being as much of a foil hat guy uh maybe i mean this virus is a real thing it's not uh, i don't think it's made up i don't think that it was created again i think i mean we talked about this a few weeks ago i think it was likely made because one animal at a wet market bled on another one bled on another one and sweat on a bunch of other ones and then someone ate it um but at the same time um i think that maybe there is a good argument that governments are using what is going on as a means of I don't even know control, but then, it, but then it's just such a, like, it's a coordinated effort. Like I can't picture Justin Trudeau sitting with Donald Trump, sitting with another leaders, sitting with all these leaders saying, so here's what we're going to do fellas. Like, I just don't yeah. think that that is the, the type of coordination that's going on right yeah. now. Maybe I'm wrong. And again, maybe, maybe we'll find out like, like nine 11. Well, there's a, there's an awful lot, a lot of thermite in that fucking building <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> for just a regular building. Uh, um, so maybe, maybe we will find that out. And again, if that's the case, fucking shame on me for, uh, isolating the way I have and, and for, for it, allow it for me, uh, allowing it to change and rewire my brain. Um, but if in a few years we don't find that out, I mean, shame on the people that fucking made it so that I might not get to see my grand, my parents at Christmas because they wanted to go fucking camping this summer. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. 
Fair enough. No, I, 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 I hear both sides of it, but I, there is the, like I say, I just, there's a, a real, I, I hope the people who are calling the shots are aware that restlessness is growing quickly. Oh yeah. 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 I, it, yeah. it is quick. It has been quick. Wasn't it like what last week you just heard like whispers of protests happening in Michigan and now it seems like they've taken over within like four yeah. or five days. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's happening quickly. Um, but that's the thing with money, right? Like when, when money gets involved and people can't take care, they don't have the cash to take care of their kids. It doesn't matter what the situation is. I, I mean, you, you get desperate and, and frustrated and I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't personally believe in the conspiracy theories, but, but I, I can sympathize with going that direction just because... Oh, yeah. That's you know, we're interesting. Yeah, like, oh. yeah. <laughs> I thought I had one in my garage, actually. That's why I kept looking over. I thought uh, I had this little in my garage. <laughs> Doug's losing his shit on a squirrel. All right, well, let's pick it up tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right, boys. This has been another episode of Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie and Chris Brown. If you liked what you heard, don't forget to follow, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.